All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for joining us for the next edition of our Franchise Your Business webinar series. Thanks for hanging with us here. I'm having a few technical difficulties today, and uh, hence why, if you're checking this out, I am on. If you're watching this live or on a recording, I'm on my cell phone today because for some reason uh, my desktop is just not cooperating with Zoom today. So uh, thank you for your patience as everyone is uh, getting synced up here. Um, my name is Tom Dufour. I'm the founder and uh, CEO of Big Sky Franchise Team. And today's session, we're going to be talking all about publicity, PR, and how that uh, can be effective in supporting your franchise company and your franchise efforts. Now, our guest today is Lamont Johnson. He's the founder and CEO of the Art Department, a PR firm specializing in franchises, restaurants, entertainment, and lifestyle brands. And I have known and worked with Lamont for, goodness, I'd say at least 10 years in yes. a wide variety of capacities through clients, through work of my own, and uh, engaged with him and uh, for company work as well. Um, and uh, Lamont has uh, experience that consists of PR campaigns on a local, regional, and national level. And he has over 15 years of public relations experience and spearheading uh, campaigns for artists such uh, for uh, artists such as Lil Nas X, Lil Baby, Young M.A., Jason Derulo, Derulo, and franchise and business opportunities and companies such as Shoney's, Slater's 5050, The Slutty Vegan, The Original Hot Dog Factory, and many, many others. So with that, Lamont, I'd love to turn things over to you and uh, make an intro and start the conversation about publicity and PR. Okay, thank you, Tom. Yeah, that was a loaded bio. <laughs> if I knew you were going to say all that, I would have shortened it some, but thank you so much uh, for having me on here. Um, and it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you guys about the importance of PR with franchising your business. I am Lamont Johnson, um, as Tom said, founder and CEO of the art department. My firm has been around for nine or 10 years. And like Thomas said, I worked um, in the franchising space, a lot on the restaurant side, but all, and all sorts of industries within that sort of the franchise spectrum. A lot of people sort of, um, I guess, franchises or just people in general, they tend to not know exactly what PR is. A lot of times when people reach out to me, they're just, they just know that they want to promote their business. So a good way of how I explain PR, well, PR first is earned media. So that's different from paid media. So instead of paying publications to get published or to get on TV by paying, I pitch different stories and different variables so you can get organic press. The way I like to kind of make an example, which is kind of, this is an episode, I mean, this is a magazine, Jezebel magazine, right? Um, and they have a section in here where they're talking about different bars that are, that are new to Atlanta. So the difference with PR, I mean, with advertising is you would notice that a restaurant would pay to put an ad in to let you know they may have drink specials or any sort of deals. That's what advertising is. What I do is PR, so I will get your restaurant published in something like this, which this is sort of a recap of various bars where people sort of go to get information to sort of trigger purchasing and service or products. So I work on a with organic press. 
And with organic press, that is TV, that's radio, that's newspaper, that's magazines, that's a whole array of online outlets, including news websites, online versions of magazines, and digital magazines. Um, and even when you go into magazines and print, you can sort of divvy that up between long, a short lead, which is newspapers, which things come out right away, and then sort of like magazines, which takes months in advance to sort of come about. Um, okay, so why PR is beneficial to you? Should I keep going? To yeah, okay. that, that's perfect. Okay. That's exactly what I was going to ask, how PR might be able to help promote uh, someone who's tuning in, maybe their franchise concept, or maybe they're working with franchise. How, how can that help promote a franchise brand? Okay, so it can help on such on so many levels, and that's why I'm sort of immersed with the whole franchising industry um, and my business sort of um, sort of just my business model. First and foremost, if you have a franchise concept, you want to position yourself as an expert in that concept. So. Let's say you're franchising med spas where they do sort of the massages or the Botox and all of that stuff. Uh, let's say you're you're franchising them. When people sort of Google that franchise that you're trying to essentially sell, you should come up as an expert that can kind of talk about that. You know, you want to talk about maybe you lent some expertise to men's health or on the top massages to get after playing pickleball or whatever it is, you want to position yourself as an expert in that sub subject or in that industry rather, because when people are investing their hard earned money, um, want to make investments in a franchise concept, they want to feel confident um, with who they're investing with. Uh, a lot of times people are educated to get their knowledge. A lot of people get on the job training. Some people jump right into it and start owning the business and learn a trial and error, but you still can become an expert in various different ways as long as you know the industry you know in detail so of course when you want people to google that you want your company and your position at the company to be a, a thought leader in that industry that adds credibility that adds validity to your um specific industry um next is the franchise opportunities um the difference between owning a franchise and owning a business is with owning your own business, you know, you're you're coming up with everything, you're learning everything by trial and error, you're coming, you're figuring out your own marketing, social media. But when you are um franchising a business, you sort of have those systems set in place. You sort of have an idea how to market you, uh, different um operating systems, the POS systems, different things like that, that you kind of have a guide to do. You want to convey that to the franchisee. You want to let them know that these things are in place. You want to let them know the liquid capital it takes to um, become a franchise. And the proper way to, of doing that is going through PR channels. That's the Franchise Times, Franchising USA, the franchise side of Entrepreneur Magazine. So PR is an effective way for you to put the messaging out there that you're looking for franchise franchisees and for them to actively see it and for it to be a call to action. Um, so those are important. And lastly, a big reason of how franchise, how PR can help your franchise is essentially when you're um, and when these franchises invest and they get up and started, they want to hit the ground running. Let's be real. Everybody wants to make money out of the deal. So PR can really, especially local PR, can get that instant foot traffic. So whether you have a local restaurant, a mobile dog grooming company, 
whatever whatever it is, when you get open, you want that instant foot traffic. And a great way of doing that is to be in a local paper, to be in a local magazine, to be in, to have the local news come out to your ground opening, to do giveaways on um, radio stations, and sort of PR sort of does all of that. So it sort of helps you position you as an expert. It helps you promote your franchise to franchisees. And it also helps the franchisees get up and running once they become, you know, open for business. Yeah, no, that that's great, Lamont. And, and I've, I've seen that, uh, especially for franchisees, as they're opening up new locations, just to get some local press in their area a local uh, newspaper or so- something very often, right? That small, that franchisee is really integrated in that community. Uh, sure. They're in one section of the county and they have their own uh, little press. And, and you want the locals to know about it, like you said, to drive that traffic or potential customer base to them. So how, how does this work though? And, and how, I guess, how do you work with your clients in helping them get placements and going through this process? I think one of the things and reasons it's always interesting to have to talk to you about this is to me, publicity and PR sometimes seems a little uh, uh, mysterious, I guess, is, is the right phrase. How, how do you get these publications or journalists and people to have an interest. And I'm not asking you to give your trade secrets, of course, but just, just no. to help understanding to someone who's maybe thinking about this or wondering how do they, how can they start uh, take, taking advantage of these opportunities that exist? Right. When people hire me, there are cer- certain things that you need to already have in place. Um, you need to be, you know, have an actual pre- predicted date of when you're going to open your business um, you need to have a website, fully functional website, and you need to have high res images. High res images are really important because with print, like the local newspaper and magazines and stuff like that, they take high res images because, of course, when things go to print, the low res become distorted. And I've witnessed people miss out on covers and stories just because they haven't had the right images. So those are the key things to get started. Now, what I do is craft pitch. I take the background of your um specific company i take your background and i develop something like a pitch which is different from a press release a lot of times when people hire me they're like well i want to put out a press release for this certain things are not press release worthy not saying that the news isn't as important but sometimes you need to pitch something that you can really bait the journalists in and get them writing a story a lot of times when people open up release they see a bunch of texts and blah 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 and those days are kind of not over because people still send out press release and there's certain things that you should send out a press release about, like as far as new hires, but stories that you want a quick response, you want to develop a pitch. And it's something that not as lengthy as a press release, uh, but it sort of puts everything together for the journalist or for the producer. And nowadays, I pride myself on spoon feeding them. I pitch them whole stories to the point where they have no choice but to accept the pitch because I've already giving them the whole vision behind everything. Um, and yeah, I, I contact them, email, phone, um, and phone some, I text some, I call because I have different relationships with different people in the media since I've been in the industry for so long. Uh, but it's just about pitching them for different things like and staying, staying on track of what's going on in the world. Like for instance, um, let's say, uh, Kim Kardashian went to a restaurant and was spotted eat, um, eating some vegan soup or something like that. And I have a soup client. I may could get them on the news to talk about tasty vegan soup options that celebrities enjoy and 
that's just something I pulled, but that's something that can probably get a placement, you know? So it's about keeping on trend what's, um, what's going on in the world. And something that's pretty standard is knowing, you know, every day is a certain observance. Like it's National Chocolate Day, it's National Chocolate Chip Day, it's National Seafood Month, it's National This, it's National That. So it's a day, month, and practically week for everything. So whatever industry you're in, you, your publicist, your marketing team should make sure you're on top of that. If you're a hamburger place, hamburger day needs to be your time. That needs to be when you're giving out some deals, your, your PR, you're going to be on every all the local news stations. You're going to get something written up in the paper. You're going to blast something on your social media and it all kinds, kinds, it all sort of works together. So it's always good when you hire a PR team to have somebody on social because all, a lot of times what I realize also is with PR, of course, it helps businesses and, you know, businesses and franchise get out there. But a lot of people want PR for their ego. They want their colleagues to see them in a magazine, maybe the popular trade magazine that covers their whole industry. Or they may want to get in that local paper in their local hometown where they weren't so popular when they were growing up. Now they just want to kind of brag to everyone. So whatever, you know, whatever reason sort of it is, I just feel that when you're doing that, putting, making sure you have the right social is a key component too, because once you get that press out there, of course it gets shares and likes and people send it to each other, but putting on your Instagram and all of that stuff, I find that it gives my clients that self-gratification as well. So. Yeah. Great. Great. Well, and, and how does it work in with engaging, for example, with you or other publicists? Maybe somebody's new at this, or maybe they've worked with a publicist in the past and it didn't go so well. It didn't go right. as planned. They didn't get placements or whatever they might 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 could have gone wrong. How, how, how do you respond or what would you say to somebody who might ask that? I get that a lot because a lot of my business now are like inbound people with people calling or DMing me like they may might have saw something I did or somebody might have tagged my company on Instagram. And a lot of times they're when 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 I have discussions with them, they're like, well, why should I hire you? And then first I'm like, well, you call me, you know, first. <laughs> but no, honestly, um, I tell them the same like PR is something that you are really you are taking a risk on it, you know, because one thing, because this is the industry that I've been doing ever since I was in college and then um, interned and doing worked my way up to start my own company. So I was always told not to guarantee placements to clients, like, because a lot of them say, well, how many, how many articles can you get me per month? A lot of them ask that. And a lot of times I don't, I don't, I don't really, I never answer the question, but me knowing, I, especially if you're, let's say a restaurant in Atlanta where I'm at right now, I know that restaurant, I know instantly I could probably get them four to five placements the first month just by calling a producer that I already know, like, hey, my client, but I still don't even say that because there are issues, there may be things going on in the news that may take priority over your client, you know, this crime going on, unfortunately, or different things and things with Trump and things that interrupt broadcasts and things like that. So it's just, it's just with you, um, just understanding and un well, respecting the process, but at the same time, staying alert because a lot of publicists are out here taking people's money and promising things and not delivering. Uh, one thing that I, sort of stands out with me is I'm always assessing. All of my clients will call me whenever. 
um, even when I take vacation. Of course, I, you know, want to enjoy the vacation. But if some, if my client calls me really needs something, I am going to answer the phone. A lot of times ask, well, hey, what's going on with this or with the new idea? I'm always accessible. And that's one thing that you really want with opponents because a lot of times you'll pay these people. And then when you call them, they're not answering or they're rushing off the phone. And your initial thing is to feel like, hey, when you were trying to get my, um, you know, my money, you were answering the phone. So I always give my clients comfortability to where I, I'll talk to them whenever they need it. And I'm very transparent. I'm not going to promise you that you're going to be on Good Morning America if it's not anything that's really news, that's national news worthy. You know, just because you just opened a smoothie shop in this place, maybe we can do something to tie it in to something national, but it is going to take some work and some structure. I'm not going to just instantly promise you things that I can't deliver on. And I think that that's a big problem with policies. Um, and it's, you know, yeah. Well, I know it's one of the things that I've enjoyed about working with you over the the many years is just like you mentioned, accessibility. You're easy to get in touch with. And if uh, there's a question or you need support, you're you've always been available. Um, well, uh, Lamont, is there uh, would would now be an OK time to open things up, see if we have a few questions? I know we have some people on the line here. See if there's any open questions or is there anything you you haven't had a chance to say yet uh, that, that you'd like to make sure you get across? One thing that I do want to convey, because I did write some things, but the one thing that because I pretty much addressed it, addressed everything on here. But one thing that I can say is that. The key, because a lot of people see what I've done with brands like Slutty Vegan, which is really, really insanely popular, and she continues to open chains, um, but she also does the work, too, and she's all about giving back, which I feel like doing philanthropy should always be uh, whether... Not everyone has the resources to do something big on a philanthropy level, like every year or, you know, often, so... Even if it's something small, always give back because I feel that, you know, that's putting the in good energy out in the world and, you know, karma comes back. But aside from that, it's always some sort of press that I feel like I can work with where my clients give back. You know, news stations love the cover philanthropy. And of course, that's not the reason you're doing it. You're doing it because you want to make an impact in people's lives. But why not get the press behind it and, you know, help your business and things like that, too? So I think always, you know, trying to put in, like, if you have a restaurant, developing new menu items, giving back to the community, uh, you know, just try to be engaging with what's going on and just try to always expand your business and always try to think ahead. Don't look at it as, oh, I open my business. I'm just going to sit back and collect the cash because... Once you get stagnant, sometimes the PR gets stagnant. And it's, I, I always find I work best with people that are, you know, hungry and that want to work um, in their specific, their respective companies. So. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Lamont. Thank you. And let, let's go ahead and open this up. I know we have some folks on the line here. Do, are there any specific questions? You can go ahead and type that in or raise your hand and, and we can unmute you here so that we can uh, you can go ahead and ask your questions. Well, while we're waiting for that, Lamont, how can people get a, get in touch with you or get a hold of you here? What's the best way for them to find you? 
Yes, um, my my website is artdepartmentpr.com, and that's A-R-T-D-E-P-A-R-T-M-E-N-T-P-R, as in publicrelations.com. You can email me at Lamont, L-A-M-O-N-T, at artdepartmentpr.com. Um, and then a best way, what I tell people, is a way to get in contact with me or just to get a better idea of what I do in current form is to go to my company's Instagram page, which is Art Department PR, but department is abbreviated in Instagram. So it's A-R-T-D-E-P-T-P-R. Um, and that's the ad. And I keep that like an ongoing portfolio because I've been doing PR for so long that my portfolio would be this thick in so many pages. So Instagram is a good way where you could just swipe and just look at what I've done. I don't put anything else. I don't put any memes, no advice, no nothing, just all press hit. So you'll see what I did done like from up to like even to yesterday. So Amazing. Well, I'm not seeing any questions come through here, Lamont. So this has been a fantastic interview. I really appreciate it. And as I mentioned early on uh, to folks who maybe joined us uh, midway through the uh, session here, uh, apologize for technical difficulties uh, with my uh, desktop uh, machine today. So I ended up on my cell phone. And I uh, just want to give a great thanks to Lamont as a reminder uh, for someone who maybe joined in a little late here. Um, Lamont is just fantastic. I've had the the honor and privilege of working with him over the last 10 years in many variety of capacities through clients that he's worked with um, and, and other resources. So uh, I have full confidence in recommending and letting folks know about you. And I'm just grateful for you sharing some of your wisdom and understanding on PR today, Lamont. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, Tom. Thank you. All right. Well, have a great, great rest of the afternoon and a great weekend, everyone. And if you're looking to share this with somebody later on, we will have this published up on YouTube next week, as well as on our other podcast, Franchise Your Business. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week, everyone. All right. Thank you. Take care.